Is that what I'm saying? Rough Trade Radio. 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 How's that? Hi, welcome to Rough Trade Radio. My name is Matt. We're joined today, Michelle Zahner from Japanese Breakfast. Hello. Welcome back. Thank you. You played here last summer, right? I did, yeah. And about an hour before we played, Bjork was just like walking around the shops. I was like, oh, oh she no did. way. <laughs> I don't even think I knew, actually. Or I think I saw out of the corner of my eye and I wasn't sure. And then it was like reconfirmed that it was her. But she she definitely did not stay for the show. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> Someone like asked me like, yeah, I, I thought she was there for you guys. And I was like, definitely not. She was definitely not there. <laughs> we are we're not that great to have Bjork co-signed just yet. Not yet. Next, <laughs> this album. Though. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're in London on a press trip now, and we just kind of had a cool moment. You saw the your album for the first time. Yeah. And I was looking. I saw that you made a, a companion book. Yeah, I did. What was that process like? What What did you kind of collect for the book? Um, it's mostly just lyrics, and then my friend Diana Saddles um, illustrated it, and then I wrote like a little introduction to the record, um, and there are a couple of like scores, like uh, sheet music inside of it. Oh wow! And I actually just really like the cover. It's a photo of my mom and my aunt when they were children, and and I just really love the the font that's on there. So I did one for the last album for Psycho Pomp. It's like just like a special deluxe pre-order edition and I just really like little extra stuff like that as like a music fan I just uh those kinds of things feel really special to me so I oh, wanted yeah. to do something extra and how about the the cassette too it, it's midi entire midi versions of the album yeah so we did some of them um uh, my husband actually um, made most of them I I'm not as good at it as he is but I, I helped with one uh but yeah they're midi versions so like it's really fun to like change change the uh instrumentation to, to MIDI instrumentation because it all just sounds like kind of like 8-bit video game right. music. So actually, I think we're going to be making, we are making um, a, like a browser game that's going to be released later. Oh, I, that's going to be cool. I hope I don't get in trouble for saying that, but it's fine. <laughs> it's really cool. I, I think it'll be, it'll be really great. It'd be cool to like load those up on an old cell phone too. Yeah. No, I, I actually, some of the versions, it's like, it's like a whole new record. It's actually really fun to listen to it. They, they turned out really well. I think. Oh, that's cool. Cool. So let's jump right into some of the picks. Um, first record you chose, Elliot Smith. Yeah. You tracked Baby Britain. Yeah. What? When was the first time you heard this album? I think I was probably 14 years old, and I was. Uh, I grew up in Oregon, in Eugene, Oregon, which is in the Pacific Northwest in America. And uh, Elliot Smith spent a lot of time in in Portland. I think is largely associated with Portland and uh, just kind of that Pacific Northwest indie rock tenderoni sound um and so yeah i think that later on in life and, and as people ask me more about my influences i i'm realizing that a lot of my heart is still in that sort of tender pacific northwest um kind of rainy sound i think there's something uh you know with the twin peaks reboot like there's something really majestic about like the woodsy pacific northwest but there's also this kind of like underlying like real sadness it rains a lot it's like temperature it never gets like too hot or cold it's always just kind of dreary for a lot of the year um so i think that it reads like a lot of kind of like darker introspective music because maybe you spend a lot of time inside when you're mm -hmm. living on the pacific northwest so 
Uh, Elliot Smith was definitely like a, you know, a hero for a lot of Oregonians. Um, so I think that he was probably like maybe the first indie artist that I, I heard. Um, I didn't grow up with any older siblings, which is how I think a lot of people discover music or through their parents. And neither one of my parents really listened to any music. So uh, when I first started um, listening to music through friends, I think this was one of the first um, albums that I really connected with from, from a young age. Oh, that's great. Yeah, the his entire catalog just got a really nice um, reissue series. So hopefully still available for for kids to keep finding yeah totally i think that he's a very easy artist to connect to actually yeah cool let's hear elliot smith baby britain from the album exo baby britain feels the best floating over a sea of vodka separated from the rest fights problems with bigger problems sees the ocean Elliot Smith, Baby Britain. So the next pick 
um, Hand Habits album. This has been a, a Rough Trade shop favorite. That's great. So the I first, love Meg. Yeah. She played here, too, She's actually. the best. She's so funny. Yeah, the first two copies we got were immediately purchased by staff. Oh, that's amazing. The next two as well. <laughs> she's a shredder. Yeah. Um, she's, like, very chill on this album, but she also plays in Kevin Morby's band, and uh, that's how I met her. I met her because she dated a friend of mine, and uh, I just I just love her personality. I think she's just really funny and charming. Um, and then I just, I happened upon her record. She didn't even really talk about it when I, when I, when I was seeing her around the house and, um, I really, really loved it. Uh, yeah, especially, uh, the flower glass was actually the first song that I heard off this record. And I just, I just loved it. It's just such a, like a chill kind of like summery, summery chiller. Cool. Let's hear it. Let's hear hand habits, flower glass.
cool. That was Hand Habits Flower Glass. And your next pick is a new record that just came out a week or two ago. Yeah. And it's Party from Algis Harding out on 4AD. Um, what drew you to this one? Um, I actually just listened to this album. I was taking the train from Paris to London to come here yesterday. I got in at like 11 p.m. And it's very nice train music, nice like moving music. I think that I had a lot of moments with records actually where I can remember specifically like where I am when I listen to it and it's largely like in like transient spaces, like moving vehicles. Um, but yeah, I had heard about her like a year ago or so and I heard that she like gives this like really crazy live performance and so I, I was like interested in seeing what that entailed. And she definitely seems like um, to kind of assume this character. It's almost like she's like, um, uh, what's that word when you like go into it? She's like in a trance or something. She like becomes transforms into another person. It's very interesting. Um, but yeah, I was I just love the song "Imagining My Man." It was uh, something that really stuck out to me because it's like there's something really playful in the in the yelps in the chorus, but also her. Her voice is just so soothing and uh, has so much character. Um, and then just the horns that come in at the end, like, I really am drawn because I think that with my album, I, I tend to, my records, I tend to, uh, I li really like adding a lot of stuff. Um, I really like heavy arrangements, and especially on this new album, uh, a lot of our choruses just, like, have tons and tons of different instruments on them. So I really value when an artist is really bold and, and makes um, really values the performance of like maybe one or two tracks of just guitar and vocal and organ. And then when something comes in later, like the horns on, on this song, it just really like takes you away. It's, it just really moves you in the same way that like I think the, the Frank Ocean record is just like so sparse that you really can appreciate like how much an artist can like hold back. Yeah, and when he, when they do give you that little indulgence kind of it. it makes such a big impact totally totally that's cool all right let's hear Aldous Harding imagining my man Imagining my man Oh my love 
Great, that was all just Harding, Imagining My Man. And the last album you picked, uh, Smog, A River Ain't Too Much to Love. This is another kind of landmark record, I think, with music discovery. And I feel like the moment you hear this one is big. Totally, yeah. What, what was it like when you first heard this? Um, it, was, it was beautiful. It's funny because I actually saw Smog open for 
Joanna Newsom a very long time ago uh, was like maybe 15 or so uh, in this tiny venue called the Wow Hall in Eugene. And I was just like, who is this asshole? Like, I hate this. <laughs> like, I just didn't, I did something about, I just didn't get it at that age, I think. And uh, revisited it much later in college. I think I listened to a lot of Bill Callahan in college. And uh, when I rediscovered this record, I was like, wow, what an idiot I was not appreciating that show and I've seen him a few times uh, since then in really wonderful beautiful intimate settings um, and he's such a great performer I I haven't listened to this album in a little bit but um, I was reminded of it because I weird hopping around but the new Feist album came out and it made me revisit her catalog and I, I didn't realize that he sings on uh, the the good in each other or the bad in each other is oh, like the first that track either. that's his voice and we were listening to it in the car and I was just like <gasps> like gasped because his voice comes in and it's just so like remarkable and like uh, just hadn't heard it in a while so I revisited some smog recently um, and it's funny because we were just talking about um, space and, and uh, re- reservations and, and recording and I think he has like a really beautiful quote about, about making music about thinking of um, silence as like a piece of wood or something and carving making music is like carving into silence uh sound carving sound into silence or whatever and i thought that was really beautiful i'm sure he said it in a much more eloquent way than i just butchered it but um i actually walked to the song um mother of the world uh i feel like the mother of the world uh at my wedding was the song that i walked uh to and i just think it's so so beautiful the instrumentation is like a little bit um lusher than most of his songs and it's, i think it's so pretty Yeah, let's take a listen. Uh, Smog, I feel like the mother of the world. Whether or not there is any type of God supposed to say and today I don't really care God is a word and the argument ends there oh do I feel like the mother of the world I feel like the mother of the world with two children oh do I feel like the mother of the world with two children fighting was a boy, I used to get into it bad with my sister, and when the time came to face the truth, the only tears and sighs, tears and sighs, and my mother, my poor mother, would say it does not matter, does not matter, to stop fighting. I feel like the mother of the world. 
mother of the world Oh, do I feel like the mother of the world With two children kind of tradition now on the show to end with uh one of your tracks and you chose a single machinist from the new record um can you tell me a little bit about the song and yeah <laughs> yeah um it was the first song that i wrote for the record i originally wanted the album to be like a heavy handed concept record about um like a sci-fi narrative about a woman who falls in love with a robot realizes that it's a love that cannot be and so she enlists in the Mars One project but then I realized it was like a little too heavy-handed and, and restrictive so I, I ended up just kind of infusing those sorts of themes into more personal aspects of my life but the song is a, is a, is a science fiction narrative about a woman who falls in love with a robot um, and I think that it can map onto human relationships and, and real-life relationships quite easily because I think oftentimes you can be involved with a partner who's a little bit more shut off than you or, or, or feel feel the other way. So, Let's hear Machinist. Uh, the record's called Soft Sounds from Another Planet. It's out on July 14th from Dead Oceans. Great. Thanks so much for coming by. Yeah, thank you for having me. Here's Machinist. Yeah. 
Rough Trade Radio. Not to intervene when it came to you. Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, Lovely Creatures. Leave you as you are. He felt he had to direct you and direct you into my own. Available in store and online at roughtrade.com. Into my arms, oh Lord, into my arms, oh Lord, into my arms, oh Lord, into my arms. Reviews and subscriptions help to support what we do, so if you like what you hear, then please rate us on iTunes.